All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of not only Just Alive TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today, we're going to be talking about when you hit a hard stop in life. This is going to be an exciting episode. Not exciting, obviously. Nobody likes to hit a hard stop, but it will be informative and um, give you a lot of information on that. Sorry if you hear my dog barking. My son just left and he's a little bit upset. Um, so our sponsor today at Phoenix Identity, uh, if you're sitting there wondering what you want to do next, you feel like you're not in control, that you have no clarity and you're not confident in where to go next, absolutely join a Phoenix Identity for a clarity session where you will get clarity, control, and confidence to take your next steps in life, love, and business. So uh, coupon code for that is CLARITY1. Go and join them. Link in the description. All right. Well, I'm going to hand it over to our guest today, Izzy. Izzy, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here, and I'm excited to jump in this topic. Like you said, it's it's a hard topic, but it's it's a good one to touch on. So my name is Izzy Wade. I am originally from a little town called Fargo, North Dakota. I'm currently a branding and website designer for my own business called Izzy Wade Design. I work with healers, passion entrepreneurs, and heart-centered entrepreneurs and help them establish their branding and step up as the leader in their field and just call out to their dream clients through soul line branding and website design. Absolutely. That sounds great. Yeah. And trust me, we need that. <laughs> we need brands. We need to we need to represent what it is that we're talking about. That's why I chose a Phoenix identity because it represented everything I wanted. So yeah. um, brand design is absolutely necessary. So go check her out. Um, so when it comes to when we when we say when you've hit a hard stop in life or when the life bus comes around and it hits you square in the face. Um, what we're talking about is when something comes up or when something happens, we obviously um, had COVID and the pandemic a couple of years ago now, um, where everything was just a hard stop for a lot of people. It was, you had no choice, but to just stop and reevaluate and you couldn't move forward in the way that you had planned or in the way that you wanted, or maybe things changed. And like I said, circumstances change. And when that happens, it's very much um, like a stuck feeling or a, it is a full stop, right? It's like the bus stop is sitting at the bus stop or the bus is sitting at the bus stop and it's not going anywhere. And you're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I've got plans. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm taking my break, right? Um, Absolutely. So that's, that's what it's like. So you actually experienced that um, when mm -hmm. COVID hit. Do you want to? Yeah. That. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> I laugh about it now just because I, I think I've really moved past it and healed a lot. But um, yeah, COVID hit when I was set to graduate college. I was in my last year. I was getting two degrees. I was on a sports team in college. And um, so when COVID hit, it really just stopped my whole life. I mean, I had plans to finish my athletic career. I had plans to graduate and walk across the stage with all of my fellow students but um, obviously that didn't happen the way I wanted it to I ended up graduating in my parents living room watching a live stream um, my last track year was just cut short the plans that I had post-college were to kind of travel the world and do some backpacking in Asia 
Um, obviously that didn't happen because the world was just shut down. And so, you know, it was a really big life lesson for me. I think, I think the biggest thing that I took away from it is that the future doesn't exist until it does. And I think that we get in these moments where we plan things and we are like, yes, this is the next step. This is what we're doing. I'm excited. But none of those things really exist until they actually happen. And life can kind of, like you said, just stop and decide that those things aren't going to happen. So yeah, that's that was my moment where life really just stopped and I had to figure out, okay, what does this mean? Where do I go from here? Absolutely. And that happens for a lot of us. And sorry, as I'm just slightly getting closer, when you think about, and I've said this numerous times i did an episode uh pre-recorded episode this morning and part of what it was was as we're growing up we have all these plans right how many how many times do you hear in school well what do you want to be when you grow up or what do you want to do when you grow up what's your plan after high school are you going to college and we create all these plans and i don't know you've seen the movies where the little girls have their wedding scrapbook and everything that they want for their wedding and then all of a sudden life happens and it changes or that goes with our plans that goes with our relationships our friendships i know that um i have friendships where life just gets in the way and it's you know a year or two before we've talked again and at every one of those points when it doesn't work out the way we think that it's going to work out or that we want it to work out it's like a ding to our, our self, our confidence, right? It's, it's a mm -hmm. ding to our confidence. Well, I didn't make that happen. Or I, you know, uh, it's almost like a failed attempt, right? Yeah. And then we hold on a lot. We hold on to and internalize a lot of that. And we create these ideas that we're not worthy. We're not good enough. Mm -hmm. We're not confident enough. We did something wrong. And when in reality, it is just the life bus. So 95% of our life is dictated by our thoughts, our beliefs, um, our emotional reactions and the choices that we make, right? But right. there's that 5% life bus, and I love calling it the life bus. There's yeah. that 5% life bus that you walk out into the middle of the street and that life bus, you're on your march, right? You're going through your morning run. All of a sudden that life bus comes and hits you and you have no control. We control 95% of our reality, but then there's that 5% that we don't control. And it's what we do right. with that 5%, right? And that's like COVID, when COVID hit, how many people had plans like you to do all of these things and go all these places and be that person and the life bus hit and you're like, well, what do I do now? Right, yeah, and, it, and it's such a, an important lesson because I mean, so much, of our life is kind of living in the future, it can feel like, but when those things happen, it's it's kind of a good reminder that no, that doesn't exist. What exists is right in front of you and what you're doing right now, how you're reacting to things right here, right now, and, and what you wanna do with that. And I think for me, and I think so many other people too, is when that hard stop hit, people kind of reevaluated what was actually important. And so I love what you said about, you know, um, feeling like a failure for not doing those things or, or not reaching those goals you had set. But sometimes I think when we hit that hard stop, it almost also makes us reevaluate what we really want. Like, I know for me, I had 
thought when I was going to college that I was going to be like climbing my way up the corporate ladder and some hotshot design job or something. But when COVID hit and I really got a chance to like think about what was truly important and like settled down, I realized that while I'd grown up with those goals, that's not what current me wanted. That's what old me wanted for the future, but that future didn't exist until, you know, I got here. And so I think it was a really important time of a lot of people's lives to really evaluate, like, what's actually important? What do I really want? And while a lot of us didn't love the hard stuff right away, I know it was really hard for me and plenty of other people out there, but I think what you choose to take away from it matters too. And I, I chose to take away understanding myself more and what I truly wanted out of life. And I think that that's where a lot of people learn more about themselves too. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's the thing when, when we talk about having, you know, um, social media is all in an uproar about having a health, healthy, happy, balanced life, right. An authentic life, mm-hmm. but what ends up happening and, and especially in these circumstances, when the life bus does hit you is that we're so, we're so focused on two things, right. We're focused on the present or on the past and everything mm-hmm. that came before where our emotions our, our emotions are tied to our past, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything that comes up in our present and comes up in our future, our reaction, our emotional responses, our emotional reactions to, to what ha- goes on in our life is triggered by what our experiences have, have created in our belief systems, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. we have the other end where we're so caught up in the future and the planning of our future and the way that it it's going to look the way we're going to do it. So yes, again, when the life bus comes in and it says, well, no, then it's like hard stop. Okay. Now what do I do? Right. And a lot of us in society today don't focus on the here and now we don't focus on the present moment. And that's another reason. And I'm going to keep bringing this one up is the smarter method. So I created the smarter method, right? When we're in the smarter method, we're in the here and now we're in the present moment. People talk about grounding. Grounding is to put yourself in the present moment, right? When we're focused on the here and now, right at this moment, we're not focused on the future. We're not focused on the past. We're focused on right here, right now, Melissa and Izzy are having this conversation. It doesn't matter what we're doing in half an hour. It doesn't matter what we did half an hour ago. We are right here focused on this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. It is being able to ground yourself and just, and just be where you are. That's a huge thing I struggled with. I was always this very futuristic forward thinking person. So when I had that hard stop, it was hard for me to step back and ground myself. And it's so important, like you're saying. Yeah. And when you get to that capability and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have it now because you've experienced it, but having that capability of being able to at any particular moment, sitting there and saying, who am I right at this moment? What do I want right at this moment, right? If you get a hard stop and you're sitting there and you're stressed, you're traumatized or or things are going down and you're like, what do I do? You have a lack of clarity, a lack of control, a lack of confidence in that moment. Take that moment and feel it, right? Do my embrace your positivity steps. (laughs) Acknowledge how you're feeling in that moment, ask yourself why you're feeling that, what caused it, how are you going to get through it, and what are you going to, what next steps are you going to take? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so good. I think that if you don't feel them, that's when it really starts to bury in. And, you know, if you kind of flip into survival mode, which is honestly what I did right away when COVID came and everything shut down and my life was changing so much, I just went into survival mode and I kind of was numb and I just kind of stopped feeling it. And that was so dangerous because then, you know, five months, a year out, I still hadn't dealt with all those feelings. I still hadn't dealt with everything that was going on because I tried to avoid the present and I tried to avoid that grounding feeling. And so, yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, that's really the best way to deal with that sudden stop and to deal with all those changes is just let yourself feel it while you're there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a psychic intuitive medium and I have a lot of clients who come to me or who have come to me in the past, especially new when they're new clients, they come and they're like, oh, I just had this happen or I think this is going to happen and I just need some clarity and, and, you know, I just want to know what you think is going to happen. And I tell everybody before they have a reading is that there is, I can tell you exactly what your, what your future looks like as of right at this moment. Right. Mm, yeah. Right at this moment, I can tell you what it looks like. But like you mentioned before, the future isn't the future until it happens. Right. Mm -hmm. The future becomes the present. And until it becomes the present, we can plan and we can do all of these things. But until we get there, we don't know what it's going to look like. Right. And there's so much that can change that. The life bus can change yeah. it at any minute. One thought, right. If, mm -hmm. if, if somebody came to me, right and said what's going to happen three months down the road and i say and i don't do this because I, it's against my my policy but if i said in three months you're going to meet the the person of your dreams um it's going to be a whirlwind romance all of this right you're going to do everything possible in the next three months to make that happen Mm, right. And then all of those actions could change whatever yeah. that potential future is going to be. But yeah, sure. if I turned around and it, so you're in a relationship and I say, well, in the next three months, your relationship is going to crash. You're actually going to do everything you can think of to create that crash. And it's, it's subconscious. So not everything you can think of. But over the next three months, you're going to, it's the, going to be the only thing on your mind that your relationship is about to crash and fail. You're mm -hmm. going to subconsciously do everything in your mind to protect your heart, to protect your mind, but you're actually going to create the failure. Yeah. Right. So right. what we believe is going to happen is what we create. And then again, all of a sudden the life bust hits and it's like, well, there goes that plan. We internalize that, right? And we, mm -hmm. we start to hold a lot of grief, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame and blame on why we weren't able to achieve those goals. So when the life bust right. hits, and that's why I'm bringing it up, when the life bust hits, it is so important to feel those because that's a natural progression to, you know, losing what we thought was, was our future. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, for real. And that's a, that's a really big thing is grief for 
the future you thought you were going to have. And that's something that I had to deal with too, because, you know, I thought I was going to have my college final of track and field and, and get my degree and travel the world and all this stuff. And I, and I thought it was all going to be everything I ever wanted. And so when, when COVID happened and that hard stop came, you know, it was like a breakup. <laughs> it was like grieving that future that I thought existed, but in reality, it didn't exist because, we know now that COVID had different plans, but yeah, I mean, grieving, grieving what you thought was going to happen in the future, that's real. And it might feel silly a little bit to outsiders, or you might feel funny talking about, you know, grieving what I thought was going to happen, but it's so real. You have to give yourself time to adjust and you have to give yourself the grace to allow yourself to feel those feelings because I mean it's valid it's it's frustrating it's hard there's a lot of feelings that come up with losing something you thought you were going to be able to do or have but that's life and you got to let yourself feel those emotions and really work through it mm-hmm. so what you had some other stuff that we had talked about in the pre-screening um that was the hard stop and was the reevaluation, right? And you mm-hmm. getting hit by the life bus. I can't remember what they are right now. Um, but we were talking about how eye-opening it was when yeah. mm-hmm. when you hit a hard stop. It is, a, you know, a lot of people will take that as a full stop. Not a hard right. stop, but a full stop. When mm-hmm. that really isn't what it's meant for. Sorry, I'm like, I feel like a bum with my shirt. Not sorry, that sounded really <laughs> I feel grubby with my shirt, like not where it's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> when it comes to what happens, right? When sometimes we, we take it as a, a, a full stop and there is a difference between a full stop and a hard stop, right? Okay. A hard stop is um, a reevaluation yeah. and maybe a reassessment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're reassessing. Is this really how we want to do it? Maybe the end goal is still the same. So it's not a full stop. And we say, okay, well, we're going to reassess. We can't do it this way. We can't take this path. But maybe if we think outside the box, we can take a less traveled path or yeah. we can take a new path that we create, whatever that looks like. It, that's the, an opportunity to reevaluate, readjust, and and keep moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Where a, a full stop is, is created by us, right? Or created mm-hmm. by um, circumstances out of our control, like the life bus. You know, if we want to be a track and field star, right? Or we mm-hmm. want to be a professional athlete, and we then hurt ourselves mm-hmm. to the point where we can't go that specific road. I'll, there's some people who would take that as a as a full stop there's other people that would say well I can't physically run anymore but I can still get into sports in a wheelchair yeah kind of reevaluating right and that's that reevaluate and reassess so hard stops versus full stops full stops are usually our own creation yeah yeah for sure I I think I get what you mean and saying that a full stop is something where you you completely have to divert your original plan and a hard stop is where you just got to stop and reevaluate how you go forward. Is that kind of what you're saying? Um, I have a great example. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my brother um, has a swimming pool, 
um, like in-ground swimming pool. Last year, they put planters up all outside with beautiful um, petunias. Is it petunias? Anyway, beautiful flower. But they're but you have to replant them every year. Okay. Right? They're not perennials. They don't come back every year. And so we go swimming this year. And he has all new plants. Uh, my mama picked a completely different plant, um, totally different species, everything, right? And I'm sitting behind my husband because my husband's in my favorite chair. I'm sitting behind him. And all of a sudden I look down and you would think the hard stop or the full stop would be that they don't come back every year, right? They don't come back every year. They're a plant that don't come back every year. That is a full stop to all of us. That is a full stop. Okay. But it was growing underneath the chair and through the cracks in the cement. Oh, okay. A year later. Yeah. Wasn't planted anywhere. It, a seed must have fallen and planted itself. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So the hard stop or the full stop is, well, that'll never come back because it doesn't, right? Those don't right. come back. Well, that plant found a way to come back. And, okay, yeah. Right? In a different way or a different space or the, the reevaluation, well, maybe they can come back. Gotcha. Okay, I get what you mean. So I think for me, so the really eye-opening moment that we had talked about last time is, um, so after COVID hit, my life was rearranged. I wasn't going to do the traveling I had originally planned. I kind of had to quickly figure out a job <laughs> because it's kind of what you need after you graduate college. And so I had started working for this company and me and this company's values didn't necessarily align. Um, it was a social media company and um, they were doing some great things. But for me, it, it wasn't quite aligned with me. I wanted to to do like more impact driven work and they were kind of more on the social media how can we kind of create a new app that gets people on the app basically and um, their work-life balance way of doing things was a little bit different than my values too and so I was kind of already unhappy in the position um, it was just not quite aligned with where I wanted to go but I was still working it because you know COVID happened <laughs> I needed this job and so I was doing it and I wasn't happy and in that same time period, I had an uncle who passed away from suicide. And I'm not saying that, you know, his work caused his depression because I, and I know that that's just a chemical imbalance, but um, he had been working a job that didn't make him unhappy uh, before this time period. And so I think for me, it could have been a hard stop for me to just be like, whoa, like I'm not happy. I don't want my life to go down this road. I cannot do anything related to the internet, <laughs> jobs in general. I don't want to be a designer. I don't want to be marketing, all of those things. Like that could have been a hard stop for me to be like, I don't want to go down this road and be unhappy. But instead, you know, while the industry I was in didn't have the values that aligned with me or it didn't bring joy to the world around me or didn't have that same impact, I, I decided to do a hard stop instead, like you're saying, and I didn't want to leave the industry. And so instead I transitioned, left that company and decided to open up my own business because I still wanted a way to use design um, and marketing those skills, but I just didn't want to be in the company 
that was making me sad and upset, you know? And so I hard stopped and I kind of rearranged my life a little bit and I opened up my own business so I could work for myself. I could work with clients that were doing good in the world. I could choose who I got to work with and what my work-life balance was. And so that it was really the eye-opening moment. And I see what you're saying now is, is I could have chosen it to be a hard stop and totally was like, no, I got to get out of this. But instead I used it as more of a, a pivotal point where I, I saw what was happening. I saw the path that I could go down to and I decided to turn <laughs> and leave it and reevaluate and do my own direction. And so that's where I ended up going with it is keeping that with me and keeping those memories with me of what had happened and what I went through and being like, no, I want to do something else that's going to add good. That's going to be more impact focused. And, and that's the direction I went down. And so I, I like what you're saying about you can choose almost if it's going to be a hard stop or if it's going to be a new direction where you're going to be able to kind of choose the next steps. No, absolutely. So what do you think, what do you think, what do you think of hard stops? What, what, what do you, you want to share about what people experience with those hard stops or, you know, ways that they can um, motivate themselves through those hard stops? Oh yeah, that's, that's a good question. It's hard. Um, hard stop. <laughs> it's hard. Go figure. But I think really, for me, what I ended up doing, and I'm not a professional in this by any means, but I think for me, taking a step back and reevaluating what was important was really important, was really what did it for me. You know, like I stepped back. I remember even like writing what I kind of wanted my five-year life to look like, what I wanted my 10-year life to look like, and what values were important to me, who and what were important. And I really just like started journaling, basically. I remember I taped like five pieces of paper on a wall and just started writing like what was really, really important to me. And I wanted to get down to that core instinct in myself to kind of reevaluate where I needed to go next and what I wanted to do next. And for me, that just happened to look like opening up my own business and going down that road. But that's not for everyone. And I understand that. And so I think what really you need to do at a hard stop is just be in yourself and kind of go back into your center, ground yourself and figure out what is important in life to you. And what do you want to do with your period of time on earth that's meaningful to you? You know, where do you want to see your life path go and work towards that? And you might hit another stop in the future and then you can reevaluate it then. But I think it's really the question of what's meaningful you what's meaningful to you right now and kind of diving with that. Yeah, I love that. And when you do that full stop um, or not that full stop, but when you when you take a step back and evaluate again, do the the embrace your positivity steps, right? Acknowledge how you're feeling. Ask mm -hmm. yourself why you're feeling that. And go through that process so that you can calm those emotions, right? Because when we mm -hmm. want to logically go through, we want to be able to listen to our internal dialogue. We want to be able to listen to our body. We want to be, we want to do the whole holistic approach, right? Where we take, I'm Melissa, right? We want to, we want to start with the identity and get mm -hmm. rid of, or not get rid of, but tone down all the other noise, yeah. right? So for anybody watching, this is an awesome practice. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're procrastinating, if you're in a hard stop, if you're wondering whether, whether your clarity, your confidence, your control is, 
Start by focusing on the emotions that you're feeling, write them down, find out where they're coming from. Even if you don't know where they're coming from, just calm them down mm-hmm. by sitting within yourself and then look forward. I have six businesses myself. I have six businesses and I can get absolutely and utterly overwhelmed in them. There's no doubt about it. There's six mm-hmm. of them and every single one of them has something different something unique, something new that's on the horizon. And I'm a creator at heart, as you can see, you know, I've got everything everywhere, (laughs) all my fabrics. I just created my little gnome buddies, um, (laughs) which are awesome. If anybody has not seen them, I make little heat therapy gnome buddies, which are super cute and cuddly. um, And I'm totally obsessed with them. So needless to say, but you sit there and you question, okay, first off, I'm Melissa. So as Melissa, I'm going to sit in my body for a minute and you can take this as spiritual. You can take this, but this is just life. Mm -hmm. Sit with yourself for a moment and ask yourself, who am I? What do I want? Right? Do what you did and check on, you know, do I want this path? Do I want this path? Do I need to reevaluate? Do I need to readjust a little bit? right? Mm-hmm. Um, find out what your focus is, your, your body, your intuition, your body, mind, and spirit. That's why I say holistic. All of those things will give you the answer. Because if you sit there and you're sitting and you're grounded and you're in that present moment within yourself, right? You're, you will feel the answers. Does right. this feel good? If it doesn't, don't do it. Does this feel, am I afraid of this? Okay. Am I afraid because it's something that I shouldn't do, or am I afraid because it's out of my comfort zone? What is my priority, right? If my priority is this, how do I get to that? What steps can I take to get to that? And you start to open up your control. You start to open up the clarity and you start to open up the confidence that I've got this because it matters to me. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really the best way to step aside from what you're saying earlier about how social media makes us feel like we need to be doing this and this and this and this to be happy. And so if that's what you're consuming and that's what you're basing what you want your future off of, you might never get happy because you're living off what other people are telling you you need to do to be happy. Whereas if you do what you're saying and you step back and you really just be in yourself, that's how you figure out what's going to make you happy. And what people are showing on social media and TikTok and travel vlogs and stuff like that, while it's all amazing and fun to look at, if you're constantly like, man, I wish I was doing what they're doing, man, I wish I was doing this and this and this, you know, you're not going to be happy in yourself. You got to sit back and kind of block those things out to feel, to really realize what's important to you and and where you want to go next. Yeah. Shut off all the outside noise. And you know what? Sometimes that outside noise is within ourselves anyway right? We allow everybody else's opinions, everybody else's wants. When I build my programs and when I build my businesses, it's for what I want with a benefit to everybody else, Mm -hmm. right? It's, I'm not creating them specifically for you. I'm creating them because I, that's what I feel like creating. That's what I need to create. Does it benefit you? Absolutely. But it's not going to benefit everybody. And if I tried to please every single person out there, it would never get done. Yeah. And I I think another really good point to all that is that 
it's okay whatever age you hit a hard stop. You know, I think sometimes people get really frustrated if they're 28 and their career all of a sudden ended. Maybe they got fired. I don't know what the hard stop was. And then they have to reevaluate and they feel kind of lost or flustered. Like this shouldn't be happening to me. You know, I'm 28. I should have my life together or I'm 35. I should do this and this and this, but you know, it's dangerous to play with shoulds, right? If, if you feel like you should do this, you should do this because who said so? Did you say it? Or is it that noise of society? Who's writing the shoulds of your life? And that's another thing when I was kind of contemplating all of this, I, I wrote a huge list on a giant piece of paper. I probably have it somewhere of all the shoulds. And, you know, I should be working this kind of job. I should be working these hours. I should be, I don't know, making this income, all those things. And then I went back and I was like, okay, where did this should come from? Is it something I want or is it something society told me I wanted? And I wrote down all the shoulds and I started like crossing off the ones that I was like, nope, that's not actually important to me. That's what society said was important or things like that. And that's so important too, because who's deciding these things for you? Who's picking what you should and shouldn't do? And if it's not coming from you, it's probably not that important. You know, obviously there's the important ones like you shouldn't commit a crime. <laughs> you know, we got to stick to things like that, but it's the shoulds about your life path that you got to figure out if they're coming from you or if they're coming from an outside source. Yeah. Like wanting, I watched a video of a lady the other day and I actually commented and I was like, do you want to be on my show? Cause I want to talk about it. Um, she did a TikTok and she said, I choose to be child-free and yeah. it was very impactful, very, very motivated and very moving because everybody's telling her she should want kids or what if you're mm -hmm. 90 and you regret not having kids. And she's like, but I don't want children. Yeah right and it's interesting because it is those shoulds right society tells us as women we have to get married have children um focus on our kids and not anything else and then when the kids are gone focus on our husband and not anything else and no mm -hmm. that's not how it works right yeah um for Absolutely. men it's provide 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 be the provider get married spend all your money on your family and go from this and you know, the white picket fence, the 2.5 kids and the dog and the cat and all, not everybody wants that. Right, right. So your shoulds are absolutely and utterly important because not everybody's going to want the same things you are. Right. And if they're not paying your bills, if they're not pleasuring you and they're not feeding you, then their shoulds don't matter. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I even almost want to suggest changing the shoulds, you know, because who, who needs, like, where does it even come from? Why do we, why should I do anything? If, if anything, I want to rewrite them and say, I want these things. I need these things. And any of the shoulds are probably external. They're probably coming from somewhere else. And if it's not on your, I want this, or I need this list, then it's not important. You need to really figure out what's important to you. And, and I love that, that that TikTok came to mind too. I mean, it's just like everyone's life path isn't the same. For, for me, my boyfriend, for example, we've been together for six and a half years, I think now. And because we just graduated college, you know, we probably get asked every other day, <laughs> when are we going to get engaged? When are, you know, we should be married by now. We should do this and this and this. But 
that's not what works for our life path. You know, I just started my business a few years ago and I'm busy constantly planning my own business and, and trying and working with new clients and he just got a new job. And so it's like, well, that should be the path for someone else if they want it to be, it's not what's right for us. And so we're not following that should because we know what we need in our life right now. And so I think it's so important to really just sit down and figure out where are those shoulds coming from? And if they're not if you're not able to turn them into your I want statements, then you don't need them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Sorry. Irritated with my light today. Um, it's blinding me today. <laughs> so what? I, I don't know what else to add with that. I feel like I've covered everything. Is there anything you'd like to add? I think the last thing that is important with this topic is that, you know, just because you have a hard stop and maybe hard stops can often be failures. You know, if you, if you fail at something, that's going to be hard stop. You're going to have to readjust, but it doesn't have to be a complete stop. Like we were talking about, um, you know, I was really fortunate. I was raised by a dad who was an entrepreneur for a lot of years in his life. Um, and the first time he went to college, he actually failed out of college. And then he went on to owning his own business. Um, going back to college, going to work after that for someone else. And after all these different, um, what could have been considered failures and, and hard stops, you know, he kept going because he wanted to follow his passion and he ended up having a really successful career in construction. And so I think the last point to all these hard stop things is that just because you have a hard stop or you have a failure in one area doesn't mean it's the stop. You know, it's just another pivotal point where you can decide, okay, this wasn't my path, this didn't work out, but I can keep going. And I feel fortunate to be raised by a parent that went through those situations. I feel like sometimes when people are raised by the perfect parent who had the 50-year career at the same corporation, you know, it can be hard to look up to your parents and be like, they didn't have these failures, they didn't have these stops, but it's okay to have those stops. It's okay to fail once in a while. It's just what you do after that, that's gonna define it. And that's that's the last bit of hard stops, I think, is just knowing that they happen and it doesn't have to be a complete stop. It's just you changing where your life is gonna go next. Yeah, take it as an opportunity. Yeah, for that's sure. You really are, right? Um, mm -hmm. Any negative can be changed into a positive, no matter what it is, because it's yeah. perception on it. It's the lessons you take from it and it's what you do with it after. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, Winston Churchill, the failure is our failures are the stepping stones to success. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's exactly what it is. I call them springboards because I think any negativity just springboards you into the next thing, which yeah, absolutely awesome. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling good, really good with this topic. Um, I have really nothing else to add. I think that we covered majority of it and, you know, it, it's okay to hit a hard stop. It's okay to feel a little bit lost and alone. It's okay to feel whatever it is that you're feeling when you hit a hard stop, but mm -hmm. just use it, use it to focus, recalibrate, re, you know, use all the re's and, <laughs> you know, readjust into something bigger and better because we're all entitled to, to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. You just got to keep going. Like what, what did Dory say? Keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Izzy, for joining me today. I really appreciated it.
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Absolutely. All right, just a family. Well, that is your episode today. Um, if you would like to get a hold of myself or Izzy, you can do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. Uh, feel free to reach out, check out more and get in touch. Uh, like, follow and share the show. Uh, sharing is caring. Obviously, we want the show to go viral so that people are learning and growing and just getting awareness of where they're at and where they could be. So lots of love to all of you. Check out a Phoenix Identity for their clarity sessions. If you want maximum clarity, confidence and control in your life, go and check them out at a Phoenix Identity.com. Um, other than that, I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on where or when you're are watching or listening to this episode. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Thank you again, Izzy. Yeah, thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.